Promenade Deck. Wharf Tower, Elevator Level 4. It was closing in on three in the morning, and I stood on the promenade deck. I was ready this time. Prepared. Having done my research because compared to that shithole motel back in Minnesota, the Queen Mary had a decent internet connection. To which... In European folklore, the witching hour is the time when supernatural creatures such as witches, demons, and ghosts are thought to be at their most powerful, and black magic at its most effective. This hour is typically midnight, and the term may now be used to refer to this time of night or any late hour even without having the associated superstitious beliefs. The term witching hour can also refer to the period from midnight on, while the devil's hour refers to the time around 3 a.m. It... it was a mouthful, but I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't need words right now. I just needed this nightmare to end. And tonight... tonight, I was gonna do just the... I was, um, I was startled by the sound of laughter, the playful mirth of children. I spun back and around using the fighting stance I was long familiar with, and I searched the shadows. I searched the shadows for the first time since stepping on board this vessel. Suddenly I was, again, unsure of my own sanity. I moved deeper into the ship. There was no sound, but for the faint music overhead, there was... There was nothing there. Nothing but my... Oh, oh my God. Nothing but my frosty breath in front of me. A few hours before dawn in late October would make it cold even if the ship was docked in Puerto Vallarta. But this, this was, this was different than last night. This was oppressing. I could feel. I, I could feel death. The laughter grew fainter, then louder again as I moved faster, running from the thickness in the air for the staircase that would lead me from the promenade to the sun deck. But just as I had reached the top of that stairwell, the wooden railings cold my, my, my feet clanging on the metal steps, something struck me hard from behind. My legs caved in, and I tumbled back down. Hands were now wrapped around my throat, catching the hair at the back of my head in a way that made my scalp go taut. Laughter drowned out all other sound, and I was I was being violently drugged back to the length of the hall. I swung my arms and my fists as if I was indeed back in the ring. <laughs> but all my hands caught was air. There there was nothing. There there's nothing. There was nothing there. 
I charged for the main hall, making my way quickly past the World War II display on the small passenger information desk when, when, when something again slammed into my legs, spinning me like a top before knocking me to the ground. Children. They were children. Their faces made up to look like demonic dolls laughing and giggling, pulling at me, coming into full focus, spinning around me, holding hands, circling me like a pack of wolves, kicking at my body there, their inhuman teeth chomping at my flesh. It was all happening too fast, too, too sudden for me to react properly. What were they? Demented visions of the dead. Was it a battle for sanity or truth? Visions of the past, ghosts of the present, dementia dominating a gruesome end I would soon face. What the fuck were they? What the fuck were they? I fought through the wide-eyed fear that had claimed me my, my, my sanity in check simply because if I didn't have any fear, and something would be terribly wrong now, wouldn't it? I pushed at the children, and there their, their bodies exploding into puffs of vapor, then then reforming, tendrils of smoke reaching out like like symbiotic organisms, like a like a fog off of the Pacific, a, a, a disembodied malevolence twisting over the hardwood of the promenade deck, a thick curtain alive in the darkness. It was alive solidified bodies haunting grins soulless eyes soulless eyes they were still slapping and striking at me kicking and thrashing laughing the entire time they they were enjoying it don't you understand me don't you <laughs> they, they were enjoying it they were enjoying it and then Suddenly, footsteps replaced laughter. Footsteps that made the phantom children stop as if an off button had been pressed. Tears and looks of terrible fear on each of their painted faces, blood staining the wooden floorboards as they all adopted mannequin-like poses unmoving and silent all around me. Lifeless. Yet they, they, they all smiled. They, they, they were, they smiled. These, these big, cheerful grins. It, it was, it was only the look in their eyes that told the true tale. These, Echoes of once living children, these waif-like specters felt terror. They knew dread, and I could hear its approach with every step as it came nearer, step by step, on the wooden floorboards. I turned just as the phantom passed, the man in the top hat. Mr. Thetapet. Its face was death, more 
teeth in his frightening grin than humanly possible, the edges of his lips curling upward into a, into a deformed Cheshire cat-like swirl. His eyes found mine, like, like embers in the starlight, like hundreds and millions of pinholes in the curtain of night. But instead of locking on me, he never stopped. He simply continued forward with a nod of his topper, letting me know that this was only the beginning and that there was no escape. Whispers in the Cries Written and performed by Matthew Ewald Produced by Star Chaser Productions drunk yeah uh, a drunk the um the man before me a patch on his sleeve reading very proudly queen mary security was more than likely thinking that alcohol had made me a fool maybe maybe a a fight over some some type of bar tab no doubt maybe even a skirt so how do the other guys look <laughs> The guard chuckled like an asshole. And, uh, where did they go exactly? The, um, the, 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 the I mean, he, this was all I was able to sputter. It was impossible to catch my breath. I, I was, I was beaten and bloodied, terrified out of my mind. I, I couldn't stop my eyes from blinking and my legs wouldn't stand firm. After a few seconds of staggering, I, I regained my air of authority. I mean, I was roughly the same age as a security guard, a wannabe cop on domestic detail. I sure as hell wasn't going to let the man think I'm an idiot. Listen, listen, listen. Listen to me, please. I... I need to talk to Abigail Marshall. I said, can you please take me to... Hey, 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 hey. Right here, right here. The guard said, snapping his fingers, getting back the attention this glorified ex-mall cop thought he deserved. You with me? Stay with me, okay? Where did they go? They, they, they just, they, they went, um, my finger was crooked and pointing at the wall that separated the deck I was on from the Queen's Salon. I, I, I didn't... I didn't know that the guard still thought I had been slapped around by other guests. I mean, it had happened before, 
in a long history of the Queen Mary more than once, so why would I be any different? Hold on. So you're saying that they walked through a solid wall. Like a solid wall. That right there. I had told him that, yes. I had said it as soon as I had seen the guard when, when blood was still dripping down my forehead. The guard was taking it all in and, and, and kept looking in the direction where I was pointing. And then he, um... And then he laughed. Leaning in close to me, his flashlight shining into his own face for dramatic effect. A campfire tale to haunt. <sighs> Listen, son. Let's be real. Nothing just... He paused dramatically. Walks through walls. <laughs> Randy's cabin. Um. Back in my cabin, I, I couldn't stop my hands from shaking. I was told to, to um, sleep it off. But I simply sat there. Every noise startling me. <laughs> the television was was no longer muted. I, I could I could hear a sultry woman's voice, a, a late night triple X celebrity suggesting that the viewer would get quite a bit of enjoyment by calling an eleven digit number. Letting me know that I was in the real world. No matter if it was made out of plastic or silicone or or real flesh and blood. I was in the real world. <sighs> the real world. I, um, I had hoped that the guard had taken me seriously and that, that Abigail was on her way. My, um, my damn hands. Why couldn't I stop my hands from shaking? I mean, why can't, why, why, why couldn't I stop my hands from shaking? <laughs> it's... Fuck. I felt like a fool, you know? A, a damned fool. As I slid off of my bed and dropped to my knees, I... I felt like a fool. My hands, my hands were now held tight. Fingers laced together, no longer filled with, with an uncontrollable tremor. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I felt like a fool. But I prayed nonetheless. For the first time in over a decade, I was... I was asking for help. 
from all that I had turned my back on after I left home. For the first time in my life, I believed. Our Father, I began. Who, um, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for, forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen.